right. Whew. Always good. Always good to be here. And lots of reference material. Lots of reference. However, today we're going to hit something I hadn't talked about in a while. I've been looking at, uh, there's a book called uh, uh, Asking Great Questions, I think it is. John Maxwell's book, but we're going to tackle questions you need to continuously ask yourself. We're going to we're going to hit five today, and we'll hit the last five tomorrow. So let's get to it. Let's not waste any time. Question one: We should always be asking ourselves: Am I investing in myself? Am I investing in myself? This is the personal growth question. You know, in order to give something, you've got to have something to give. In order to have something to give, you've got to be continuously growing yourself. Otherwise, what happens? You run out of material, right? Yeah. So, you cannot give what you do not have. To lead more, you have to learn more. That's exactly what I was talking about. So, question number one. Am I investing in myself? So let me ask you, have you invested in a mentor? Have you invested in any courses since you got out of high school or out of college? What are you doing to grow yourself? What was the last book you read? The last video you listened to, to learn something? Um, yeah, personal growth is critical. And you say, why do I need a mentor? Well, funny you ask that. Well, here's what a mentor does for you. Normally, when you have a mentor, they're a little further ahead on where you're actually heading. So you normally find someone who's, who's jumped over a lot of those hurdles. Because see, here's what happens as we grow. We know success is an uphill battle. So as we grow, we run into obstacles. You see, a mentor has already overcome those obstacles. So when you get to that one obstacle that you really beat you down and you just want to quit, that's what the mentor's there for. They're not going to let you quit. I played some sports, and you know, you have that coach out there, and you go through those scenarios. You know, this is the you're in the last minute, and you're tired, and you want to give up, but you keep going because the coach is there screaming, You got to do it one more time. You got to do it one more time. I forget that uh, that Olympic team, um, hockey team, the movie about the Olympic hockey team, and it talked about. He didn't look for just the best players. He was looking for players that would work well together. And they conditioned themselves so well that when it came to the tournament, they were moving twice as fast as the other team at the end of the game because they conditioned themselves. Because they had someone who had been there that knew what it was going to take to win. And as a result, they did. They made it. They succeeded. That's what a mentor does. 
they allow you to make it to that next level because they give you that faith that you can borrow when you want to give up. You've got that faith there that you can borrow so that you don't. They said, no, man, you're so close. You're just so close. Just a little bit further. Just a little bit further. It's just like that poem I always talk about. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to that fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you must, you must not quit. Incredible. That question is incredible. So next question. Am I generally interested in others? This is the motive question. Are you generally interested in others? John Maxwell talks about walk slowly through the ground floor to listen to the people. So let me ask you, when you ask questions, do you ask questions to understand or do you ask questions just enough so that you can convince others of something. If you ask questions to understand, then you're sincere and people can see that. You know, I talk about the energy. The energy you give off when you ask a sincere question is powerful because you show general concern and people really feel that. But if you're one of those that ask questions only to get it, enough of the information to try to convince someone of your point of view, then we question your motives. So am I generally, generally interested in others? That means to actively listen to people. Don't begin formulating your answer halfway through their, their response because you miss something. If you're really and truly interested, you'll wait because you're gonna miss something. And when you do and your answer comes out, becomes intuitively obvious to the other person, they may not say it right outright, but they caught it. They realize that you weren't really interested in what they had to say. You were interested more in your response to what they had to say. So, the motive question, am I genuinely interested in others? Do I actively listen to them when I ask a question? Do you actively listen to people when you ask a question? All right, number three. This is a great question. The passion question. This really hits you between the eyes. Am I doing what I love and loving what I do? That's the passion question. Are you on are you on the right channel? I, or are you playing just slightly off channel and trying to make it work? But if you get on channel, like I am here talking to you, then it's not even working anymore. It's just pure desire, passion, it's what you want to do, to give back to others 
over on Facebook Live. That's my passion. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm giving so hard. So am I doing what I love and loving what I do? Yes, I am. The question is, are you doing what you love and loving what you do? Now, not always we're there because of the way life is. Sometimes we end up falling into different positions and we have to provide for our families. But if you're not there, are you working towards getting there? Because let me tell you, when you're there, it's not work. When you're there, you're the first one up and last one to leave. Not because you need to. It's because you want to. Because you feel something that's greater than you that you need to get done. And you're passionate about it. Because that's what God put inside you. So you want to give back abundantly what the gift that was given to you. Because yes, each of us has a gift that we need to share. And it's a sin when we don't share that gift. You know your gift. No one has to tell you. You know it's there. And you need to share it. Because otherwise... The gift is a waste. Why did he give it to you if you're not going to use it? Are you doing what you love? You're loving what you do. And if you're not, are you working to get there? Sometimes we can't go directly. Volunteer. I'm sure people would love it. Let's say you're a cook. I'm sure they'd love if you wanted to come in and help out on the grill. Just because you wanted to serve. And then the opportunity will present itself in the future. I'm sure. Say, hey, we got a spot now. You're the one to fill it. I mean, you've been doing the job anyways. We might as well pay you for it. You see, there are ways to get to what your passion is. But we have mental blocks. To, and we, we feel fall comfortable in these in this comfort zone where, you know, we, we make excuses for ourselves. And we feel comfortable with it. And unless someone challenges us, we feel comfortable. Oh, I can't do this because of this, that, or that, or this. When in reality, it's not. It's an excuse. It's not a reason. They say yeah, excuses are, uh, is the is the excuse. To, well, I forgot that saying. There was a saying somewhere in there, but I forgot what it is. Anyway, so that's our third one. Am I doing what I love and loving what I do? Yes, yes. I mean, you're watching. Does it look like I love doing this or is it a chore for me? That's my question. Do I look like I love what I'm doing? You can answer that. Passion for what you do should be at the core of your success and fulfillment. Passion will fuel you and give you energy when others around you grow tired. If you're passionate about something, even when everyone else is tired, you're just getting started. You're just bouncing off the wall because you're full of energy. You just love what you do. And you just want to do it more. That's what passion is. 
Here's one. Am I investing time with the right people? This is called the relationship question. Am I investing time with the right people? So what does that beg? That begs the question, who are the right people? Isn't it? You say, am I investing time with the right people? Who are the right people? <laughs> they put in here exactly what I always say. But here you go. You're going to be in five years like the people you're going to be the you're going to grow to be like the people you hang around, the books you read. So look around at the people you hang around and think about where they are if they're older than you. And you have to ask yourself and be honest with yourself to that own self be true. Is that where I want to be? If that's not where you want to be, then you got to ask yourself the other question. What am I going to do to change that? Find people that are going to stretch you and make you grow. Here's a good question. Who are you meeting with that drains you? If it's someone you're meeting with, if someone you're meeting with, and then it says, why are you still meeting with them? If you meet with someone that drains you, why are you meeting with them? And now I'm going to address the question. If it's family, you can limit the amount of time you spend with them and spend less time when you do spend time with them so you're not drained. I realize we all have family, and sometimes family is draining. But you can spend less time with family and not be drained. But for those who are friends of yours that just drains your energy, why are you hanging around them? You don't have to. Change your friends. You can do that. You change your friends to people are stretching. All of a sudden, a week, two weeks later, you, you, you find yourself opening a book and reading two chapters in the, winning, the winner's circle or um, good to great. And you're like, what am I doing? Oh, it's that group I'm in. It's causing me to stretch. They're all stretching, and I feel like I'm being left behind. I got to catch up. That's what you need. Am I investing my time with the right people? Listen to this. When you are with the wrong person asking the wrong question, when you are with the wrong person asking the wrong question, you are wasting your time. When you are with the right person asking the wrong question, you are wasting their time. When you are with the wrong person asking the right question, you're spending time. And then when you are with the right person, person asking the right question, you're investing your time. That's where we need to be. We need to find ourselves around the right people, asking the right questions so that we are not wasting our time. We are investing it. This is a good place to invest your time. I always ask you to, to give me a question or two, something for me to research. I can come back to you with a response. Hopefully, you're finding something good out of this. I'll review these questions at the end. We've got one left to go in this set. 
for tonight before we go on to tomorrow for the last five questions. So question number five was well, excellent. Am I staying in my strength zone? This is the effectiveness question. We have gifts and we have talents and we have things we like to do. But we have to determine what we can do that's effective and productive within us. We all have them. It's different for each of us. And normally it lines up with what we're passionate about. When we're passionate about something, we're going to get paid higher, regardless of the field. We'll be paid more, compensated more, because we're more valuable. People pay for value. I tell the story of my daughter. She liked home nursing, and my wife is a nurse uh, from hospitals. She's not working in a nursing home part-time, but my daughter liked home nursing. And I remember a long time ago, and she'll tell you, I said, look, if you're passionate about it, do it, and you'll be compensated well. So where is she today? Owning her own business, which is starting to explode. Doing home health, associated in that field. That's what she's passionate about. And what she's passionate about, she's valuable, and she's valuable. People pay for value. You, do you follow me? People will pay for value. Do what you're passionate about. Do what you, you, you're good at. Your strength zone. You're going to love it. My son just got promoted because he was he's the highest paid agent in the office. He's on the phone selling insurance every day, and he loves it. Where others struggle, he thrives, and he wonders why it's so hard for everyone else. He's in his strength zone. It's not, it's not a job for him. It's just natural. He just does it and feels good about it. When you're in your strength zone, it's not work. It's, it's all pleasure. It's all fun. It's all, it's what you do. It's what you are. So then it's not unnatural. It's very natural for you to get done. Effectiveness, it says successful executives know what their strengths of their teams and colleagues are and always keep them at the front of their mind. An effective executive is acutely aware of the strength zones of himself or themselves and everyone around them. So now it says, if you're not good at something, why would you waste all your time doing something you don't enjoy only to bring yourself from subpar to average? Like I said, people don't pay for average. People will pay significantly, significantly for exceptional, but no one pays for average. So why would you take work, spend all your time on something you're subpar at only to get it up to a level where you're average? People are going to pay for average. Take your strength zone and magnify that. And you'll be so significantly valuable that people will pay a surplus, a luxury, just to get your skills. 
because they need it. They need that talent. They need that. They need what you've got. And they're willing to pay for it because it's exceptional. But it's natural for you. So it's not a it's not a big deal. Find the things you're good at. Improve on those. What are you strong at? And are you staying in your strange zone? Now, I didn't say don't work on your your weaknesses, but focus on your strengths and make them stronger. Because where you're exceptional is where you can be the provide the most impact to others. And where you're weak, you can take that compensation and use it to help others. Okay, so let's recap right quick. The first five questions we need to be asking, continuously asking ourselves. Number one is the personal growth question. Am I investing in myself? What's the last book you read? What's the last video you watched, constructive video? Am I genuinely interested in others? Motive question. Do you ask questions to understand or ask questions only long enough to try to convince someone else of your own selfish desires? If you ask, if you ask the question in sincerity, then you're using the skill of active listening. So that's question two. Number one, am I investing in myself? The personal growth question. Number two, am I generally interested in others? That's the motive question. Number three, am I doing what I love and loving what I do? That's the passionate question. Number four, am I investing my time with the right people? That's the relationship question. Remember, in five years, you're going to be like the people you hang around, the books that you read. Be careful who you select to be around. And then number five, am I staying in my strange zone? When you're in your strange zone, you're really making a tremendous impact on other people. Okay, so what's my call to action? My call to you today is to look there at the link and come be a part of confidence and encouragement. You see, one of the things we don't say this, but I know this, and, I, and I'll explain it to you. We all, to some degree, lack confidence. If we didn't, we'd be we'd be totally successful. And the other half of that is encouragement. And if that's not true, if you work in the corporate world and you have bosses and people you work with and you're always giving them help and bailing them out of challenges, excuse me, bailing them out of challenges, and they never compliment you or thank you for it. Tell me it doesn't bother you. See, we crave encouragement. That's what this group is for. That that gap that you have needs to be filled, and I'm here to fill it. The group is here to fill it. It's that encouragement, those little wins that you make that no one else even cares about, that you know if you were to tell them and say, so I've been doing that for years. But see, we're here to say, that's excellent because everything, everyone's not good at everything. 
And there are little things that you finally learn that are critical to you and will help you celebrate those little things that no one else really that you work with is going to think are significant, but they are. Because every time we grow, it's like a rubber band. When you expand it, it never goes all the way back down to where it was. Your mind has been expanded. I'm telling you, this is great. It's always a pleasure being here with you. Please share this with your friends. Oops, I said one of those words that you shouldn't say. <laughs> I'm learning about the logarithms on Facebook. And a word like that can uh, can destroy your reach. So uh, please uh, tell someone about it. And let them in on this little secret. There's this little crazy guy that comes on every night full of energy, but lots of great nuggets that you can use on a daily basis. Let them know. It's been real. Sometimes drop me a note. Let me know that. Yes, yes. Appreciate you. Um, so I can share, um, share with others as well. Thank you. You have a good night. And I will talk to you tomorrow in part two of questions we need to continuously ask ourselves. Have a good evening.